welcome to another edition of Digging Deeper with Brian Hale. Brought to you by Hale Multimedia, website and mobile app development for over 25 years. That's HaleMultimedia.com. Now listen in and join me online at DiggingDeeper.us. Okay, last week we had the ugly truth of Pokemon. (laughs) Weird topic, I I know, but we are digging deeper here at Digging Deeper, and Mm -hmm. today, the ugly truth of talcum powder. (laughs) I'm like, what? Talcum powder? Talcum powder. So, It's not so innocent, is it? Yeah, it's it's not what I thought. Okay, so can you tell me what talc is? Yeah, talc is a natural mineral used for a variety of consumer and industrial products. Talc can be easily contaminated with asbestos when mined. This has led to concern over exposure to contaminated talcum powder products. Asbestos in talc has been linked to mesothelioma and other cancers. Asbestos in talc has been linked to mesothelioma, and other cancers. J&J's baby powder, first sold in 1894, became one of its most important products. Talcum powder helped prevent newborn skin from irritation, friction, and diaper rash. First accounts of harmful effects of talc on humans was recorded in the 1930s in the 1971 British Journal of OBGYN study. It discovered that talc particles were in 75% of ovarian tumors. Mm-hmm. In 1976, researchers at Mount Sinai Hospital analyzed 19 samples of talc powder products sold in the U.S. Researchers found asbestos in 10 of those 19 samples. Asbestos content in the samples ranged from 2 to 20%. Though talcum powder has been used for decades, recent lawsuits have caused people to question its safety. Juries in recent years have awarded billions to women who claim that J&J's talc-based products caused them to develop ovarian cancer. More than two dozen scientific studies by some of the world's leading scientists and medical experts have reported alarming findings over the last 40 years. Still, Johnson & Johnson chooses to attack the science rather than acknowledge these risks and protect women. Brand distributors Johnson & Johnson, Colgate, Palmolive, Gold Bond, Bosch Health, Whitaker, and Clark and & Daniels. Many of Gold Bond's powders use talc as a major ingredient. However, unlike Johnson & Johnson, there have not been any highly publicized lawsuits that link Gold Bond's products to any form of cancer. That may be because the focus has been on ovarian cancer and most of Gold Bond's products are directed toward men. Mm-hmm. Well, women have the right to know the facts about the cancer risks associated with talcum powder products like Johnson & Johnson's baby powder and Shower to Shower. According to the study released in February 2020, researchers found asbestos-contaminated talc was the cause of 75 cases of mesothelioma that year. Hmm. And in the article that you put together here, there's an actual petition, a link to a petition that you can sign. 
If you have been affected by or want to sign this petition about talcum powder being to blame for thousands of ovarian cancer cases, mm-hmm. please go to the diggingdeeper.us then news tab or diggingdeeper.net directly and look for the article about talc. The website Truth About Talc is focused on getting talc off the shelves altogether, and that's where you can find that. More than 34,000 lawsuits are currently filed in the state and federal courts across the nation, charged that Johnson & Johnson and its talc supplier, Emory's Talc America, failed for decades to warn women that use of its talc-based products could cause cancer. In May of 2020, Johnson & Johnson announced it would be ending the sale of talc-based baby powder in North America. That was in 2020. For years, the company has faced lawsuits related to the safety of this product. Mm -hmm. Well, currently, right now, it has been 591 days since Johnson & Johnson said it would discontinue talc-based baby powder in North America. It's estimated that 33,600-plus U.S. ovarian cancer cases have been diagnosed since this pledged date. Mm Mm-hmm. Johnson & Johnson is drawing criticism after using a controversial bankruptcy maneuver to block roughly 38,000 lawsuits linked in claims that its talc baby powder was contaminated with cancer-causing asbestos. The health products giant used a quirk of Texas state law to spin off a new company called LTL, then dumped all its asbestos-related liabilities, including the avalanche of lawsuits, into this new firm. Of course. LTL filed for bankruptcy this October in a federal court in Charlotte, North Carolina, a move designed to sharply limit efforts to recover damages for those who say they were harmed by J&J's baby powder. Johnson & Johnson doesn't have this liability anymore. They pushed all of it into the company they created just to file bankruptcy, said Lindsay Simon, a bankruptcy expert at the University of Georgia School of Law. As a result, Simon said, consumers can't recover damages against the big solvent company. They have to recover against this smaller fictional company created by J&J. And Simon says they can't get it back. Mm Mm-hmm. Simon says... If you are concerned about the products you use, a good precaution is to check the ingredients. Though talcum powder products are still being sold in stores, most companies now use cornstarch in baby powders. Like store brand Walmart, Target, Walgreens, and Rite Aid, baby powders do not contain any talc. So if you go looking on the shelves, you'll see there isn't any there. But there are still thousands of outlets of other stores and other sources to buy the talc-related products. Mm -hmm. This was uh, an article that was uh, put together by Andy, and mesothelioma.com was a good source. Did you have some other sources for this And the truth about talc was the other one. And then there was also an NPR article that I gleaned the bankruptcy information from. Right, right. And then we had a header photo on the article by... Mike Mozart mm-hmm. finished off there. And so we're going to wrap it up with a video here from Truth About Talc. And this will explain a lot more in detail of what we just mentioned. Yes. Let's listen in. 
Since 1886, Johnson and Johnson's name has been on everything. Baby oil, shampoo and conditioner, moisturizer, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. But one of their most iconic products is talcum baby powder. And while it might have kept our downstairs dry, it also may have caused some very harmful side effects. Johnson and Johnson is facing thousands of lawsuits over allegations that some of its talk powder was contaminated with asbestos. It's been a product mainstay for Johnson and Johnson for decades. Now, talcum baby powder is at the center of multiple investigations. At issue, has the company hidden evidence that its baby powder is linked to asbestos and ovarian cancer in women who use it around their genitals? J&J has long since denied the claim, but now documents reveal the company knew about the presence of small amounts of asbestos in its products as far back as 1957, but did not disclose that to the public. Thousands of people have sued J&J, some winning tens of millions of dollars in judgments. Johnson & Johnson ordered to pay $55 million to a South Dakota woman who blamed her ovarian cancer on the company's talcum powder. A St. Louis jury awarded 62-year-old Lois Slemp more than $110 million. A jury awarding a California woman $417 million. One single verdict for 20 women exceeded $2 billion. Whoo-wee. That's a lot of lawsuits. I mean, you know you f***ed up when your company is giving away more money than Powerball. And I get why it's happening. Because, guys, you cannot be selling baby powder with asbestos in it. People are rubbing this stuff all over their bodies. Not to mention the cocaine dealers who mix it in with their product. Now you've got innocent cokeheads snorting asbestos. It's unacceptable. Now, the experts over at Johnson & Johnson, they, they, they have found a cure. But unfortunately, it's not a cure for the cancer. It's for the company's legal problems. Johnson & Johnson is filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in hopes of what the company says of disposing of 40,000 lawsuits. In order to limit their liability, as well as to shield their corporate assets, Johnson & Johnson pulled something that's actually known as the Texas Legal Loophole, also known as the Texas to step Defense. J&J is this super rich health products company headquartered in New Jersey. So J&J went to Texas, and using a quirk of that state's laws, they created a completely new company called LTL. Then Johnson & Johnson dumped all the liability for these baby powder asbestos lawsuits, you know, tens of billions of dollars of legal risk into this new firm. Then the new company, LTL, quickly filed for bankruptcy. Critics say the company is abusing the legal system and have called the bankruptcy filing a gimmick. Yeehaw! The Texas two-step. I'll spin that jury round and round. Change your name and flee the town. Do I get a record deal? This is insane, people. Johnson & Johnson is pretty much trying to do the first thing everyone thinks of when they get caught. Blame it on their evil identical twin. I mean, we've all tried it. The only difference is it somehow actually works if you're a powerful corporation. Honestly, I'm, I'm almost impressed. I just wish they put as much effort into COVID immunity as they did into their legal immunity. But look, as, as crazy as this is, J&J is hardly a trailblazer when it comes to abusing bankruptcy laws to get out of trouble. 
Purdue Pharma has filed for bankruptcy as the maker of OxyContin tries to protect itself from mounting lawsuits. Purdue Pharma made billions off the painkiller OxyContin. The bankruptcy filing is seen as a way to protect Purdue Pharma from nearly 3,000 lawsuits. The Boy Scouts of America has filed for bankruptcy protection after an onslaught of lawsuits alleging rampant sexual abuse of children for decades. They may claim that they don't have the ability to play these, pay these claims, but the real reality is that they use the bankruptcy to really continue to hide and shield themselves from real liability and forced disclosure. The Roman Catholic Church is one of the world's wealthiest institutions. Across the United States, priest abuse victims, now adults, are lining up to sue their diocese for damages. But the church is going to extraordinary lengths to protect its assets, and that strategy is bankruptcy. Chapter 11 was not designed to protect organizations who've engaged in criminal conduct or basically protecting criminal conduct. It was designed to give companies who made bad business decisions a new start. Yeah, I'm sorry, people. Purdue Pharma is not bankrupt. And the Catholic Church is definitely not bankrupt. Ain't no bishops rolling into pawn shops asking how much they can get for that Michelangelo ceiling. And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our Constitution. It's all on diggingdeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit diggingdeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.